0: Good morning, my time. Anyway, it's morning here in California. It's the middle of the night, almost over in Saudi Arabia. But this is Jesse Ziegler with the Dakar Rally Daily Show, brought to you by Climb. Thank you, Climb, for stepping up, being our title sponsor of the Climb Dakar Rally Daily podcast show. Also today, we gotta thank our presenting sponsor, Rally Navigator, software where you can just quickly and easily build your own navigation roadbook. Super cool. Guess what, Quinn Cody, you're here. But you're not here.
1: I'm still here. I'm here virtually. Still in COVID quarantine.
0: If you guys can imagine me just sitting at this big podcasting desk, staring at a blank wall where Quinn usually sits. Yep. Sadly, just alone every morning.
1: Going a little nuts. My kids are bouncing off the walls. It's uh, it's getting crazy over here.
0: It's day three of Quinn quarantine, right? At yeah, home.
1: I think it's more than oh, uh, yeah, day five yeah, or something. Know. Who knows?
0: We'll keep well, you everybody updated days. on that, but I much,
1: feel good today. I'm I'm ready to get out of here. I'm got it. Probably go take another test here in a day or so, too.
0: Okay. Well, we're Let's ready see. to have you back here. Your seat's getting all dusty and cobwebs over there.
1: Yep, I'm ready to be there.
0: Uh, as bored as you are at home, I am excited. This race is getting awesome, even more awesome than it normally is. We're talking shortened stage today because of some rain through some sections so it's kind of a short little sprint today um but someone we forgot to even talk about yesterday and we really just blew it yep because he had a great day yesterday too uh rodriguez on the hero motorsports team got his first stage win ever in dakar and hero's first stage win today which is big news
1: yeah i mean if you guys don't know what hero is it's uh uh, large Indian motorcycle manufacturer they are uh, by volume I think one of the largest uh, motorcycle manufacturers in the world and uh, you know they got into Dakar a few years ago they finally just knocked off their first uh, first stage win
0: yeah they they've really pulled out some commitment getting to all those world rounds getting you know their riders out in the desert as much as possible not just using it as a marketing exercise for their brand at one race a year but you know they got a they got a pretty good team they have you know they hired Yakim um, uh, a few years ago, um, they have Aaron uh, Mare, the South African guy that jumped on the team. Um, he replaced the uh, injured um, guy that Franco, yeah, Kaimi. Franco Kaimi, who came from Yamaha from last year, who had some really good results last year. Um, and then they have uh, Indian rider Santosh, right? He, he uh, he's not riding. He's actually, not writing this yeah, year. Yeah, he he yeah, got he hurt crashed. too. Yeah, yeah if you remember year, last year's big crash. <laughs>
1: Yep, he is there at the rally, supporting his uh, social media and stuff.
0: So. Yeah, they, they do a really good job of providing insight into the race um, on their Instagram page. If you go to, you know, just look for Hero Motorsports Dakar Team or whatever you are gonna do to search around there. Speaking of Instagram, Quinn Cody and Jesse Ziegler Dakar Rally Daily has an Instagram page, and you we can do. you can guess what it's called, but it's Dakar underscore Rally underscore Daily, and you should you should follow it because you can ask us questions there. And we'll we'll answer them eventually.
1: Try to answer them on the show if we can. So.
0: Yeah, we'll do some live live question and answering as long as they're appropriate. Let's keep it appropriate, people. Uh, but Yachim went out today. Yep. Looks like he set a really good pace and managed to get it done.
1: Yeah, I mean this is a really special win for him and the team. Uh, you know, Joaquim is uh, he's, uh, was brother-in-law to uh, Paulo Goncalves, who who passed away in May 20 at the rally. Definitely an emotional win for those guys and for Joaquim and the whole team. You know, it's good to see the Hero team uh, formerly the the Speedbrain Rally team get a get a stage win Again, it's been a, it's been a long time for them.
0: Yeah, let's hear from Joaquin. Here's his quote.
1: It's, um
2: was a really really good uh, good stage today uh, i was able to put a good rhythm since the beginning uh luckily i didn't do any any mistakes and uh i got everything on point you know like uh just try to push the bike is performing really well also is uh, definitely helping me to to get this victory so hero motor sports made a big effort this uh past year well this year's past year still <laughs> 2021 to, to put all the riders doing a lot of races and uh, to develop the bike also and uh, give some, the riders some uh, desert and race time, you know. So we definitely help helping and uh, it's paying off that, you know. Uh, they put the effort, but we we delivering the, the results, so. Uh, really happy for the result and uh, yeah, my first victory, you know. Uh, when I finish, I see I had the best time, but uh, I finished sixth, uh, sixth place. Uh, uh, I was the sixth rider uh, to arrive, so then I knew uh, some uh, still some top guys behind me. So I didn't know uh, I won until I arrived here. So, but anyway, I'm really, really happy. Uh, my first win uh, at uh, uh I made history. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy. Okay, thank you. Do you have a, for sure, special uh, dedicate to Paulo? Yeah, actually uh, today I was riding and uh, I was feeling so good and riding so fast. That uh, I even tell to myself, Paulo is riding with me here. So, and uh, yeah, and pay off. You know, <laughs> I was really, really well. Those, that thought came to me like, uh, you know, like navigation, everything was on point. So, yeah, I tell to myself, like, he's 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 with me riding today. You know, so and then in the end, we we won. So I think uh, me and him, we won. Yeah,
0: very nice very to cool. hear him. You know, thinking of Paulo Derna during those stage wins, his first stage win. Really cool day for him. And cool day for the race that. to have another manufacturer, you know, take a win. Like, how successful exactly. is that?
1: For sure. Yeah, that's, that's he, manufacturer. Really awesome. Some variety up there.
0: Yeah. The health, the health of the rally sport is alive and well out there from the manufacturer perspective. And that's good news for all of us. Um, so he took the win today. You didn't, you didn't pick the right winner today. Did you didn't pick Joaquin Rodriguez.
1: No, I didn't, I didn't pick the winner. You know, but, uh, I didn't, I didn't really consider a couple factors, I guess. When right. My, uh, yeah let's
0: let's go down here toby price got second today um he started fifth so you know he had to race to the front and then put some put some time out there he's only a minute behind rodriguez today american mason klein like this kid started 33rd today clearly had a good track in front of him and it doesn't sound like navigation was quite as tricky today as it has been the days past plus a shortened race yep but the kid put the hammer down and finished third overall today so
1: yeah, he, <laughs> best. he charged. He charged through the pack, and you know, yeah. a really, really great stage for him. And it, you know, it's nice to see a young guy. I mean, he had a, I think, chocolate cake line to follow through the sand dunes. He was able to rip the whole time. And uh, yeah. you know, aside from a few of the other guys maybe holding back and not wanting to start up front, um, it's still you know, it's a it's a top three stage. film. you can't you can't take it away from him.
0: No, what a what a stud. Really cool to hear him talk uh we reached out to him and asked him a couple questions this morning and uh he took the time to respond so we got a little whatsapp message we're going to play now from mason klein and then i'm going to read off his sponsors because it's amazing so here's mason
3: wow <laughs> <laughs> hey it's cool man yeah it's freezing out here. Well, let me go in there
0: He's getting in the truck.
3: Alright, it's my turn in the truck. Where it's warm. In our room, there's three bunk beds. Anyways, uh... Today's stage went pretty well for me. Super fast. Uh... Honestly, every day I go out, I ask myself, is this a hair noun? Because, like, the pace is just that high. You push 100% all day. Um... The dunes today, I know I always talk about how bad I am in the dunes. But, today... I felt super good. I caught up to Xavier Day Soltry, like halfway through, and him and I were able to ride together, like he was just behind me the whole way, and I was just feeling really good. Super great pace, I think. Moving quick. I'm back
4: again.
3: You're back again. All right. I need my ice. (laughs) Somebody's coming in the truck. Yeah, I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyways, that was not the best part. The best part was after I got in, said I got third, I was freezing uh, and then I left on to the liaison back to the camp, but I forgot to fill up. So I had to go 200 kilometers with like zero gas and 30 kilometers in, I ran out of gas fully in my front tanks. That's four gallons of gas empty. I had to ask people for gas off the side of the road. I found a water bottle and I was stealing gas from Daniel Sanders and A guy named Brad Cox ended up going again um, Ran out of gas again at a gas station filled up and headed back Anyways could have been a really not good day even though the race was over because you could still get penalties and if I was stuck out on the liaison for too long then I'd get a penalty and it would just take away all that hard work. So that would have been pretty not cool. Anyways, we got it figured out and uh, now I'm back here at camp. The uh, car so far, pretty crazy. Um, super fun though. Never, I've never done anything this cool before in my life. The riding is amazing, the racing is amazing, rally is amazing. Um, can't wait to see the finish line. I know it's only three days in, but I feel like it's a lot. We'll see if I last. This is tough. Also, I never sleep. Like I have five hours to sleep. I sleep for like three of them, and then I go ride all day. Pretty crazy stuff. All right, bye. I love that kid. Yeah,
1: that is awesome. I love him. You know, it, it, it's it's hilarious because he right he finishes the stage third overall yeah. or third on the stage. He's just on cloud nine. Right, rides away from the finish of the stage and forgets to refuel his bike
0: i definitely could see myself doing that
1: yeah just classic classic dakar rookie move there yep. um you know there's so much to consider when you're your first time in dakar and he just rides it rides off without uh putting fuel on his bike and you know he has a 200 and some kilometer liaison and runs out of gas
0: like just no. your gut must just drop when you realize you're on the road and you're like oh, i forgot to get gas oh yeah oh jeez jesus that's funny he's stealing gas from his you know the co-race the other racers and yep. <laughs> just having I mean, like he got it. full experience.
1: Yeah, exactly. He got it figured out and you know, that's what Dakar is all about. It's it's never gonna be perfect. And if you can improvise and adapt, then you know you're gonna you're gonna do okay.
0: All right. I said I was gonna read all of his sponsors, but I'm not gonna read all of them because he listed literally, I think, everybody that helped him get here. And and I mean, that's he in, had
1: GoFundMe supporters. Yeah, he's got GoFundMe supporters,
0: and after most of the brands on here, puts most of the people who probably own the company's name afterwards. Like he is definitely thankful for being there, and it's really cool to see that you know he's just performing so well in his first race. I think he's you know the highlight of the race for a lot of people for sure. Yeah, highlight cool and entertainment him. for us. Yeah, uh, hopefully we get way more interviews from Mason Klein in the coming days. Uh, right behind him is his training partner Skyler house today uh he finished fourth today on the stage had a really good day um you know Skyler's still riding just great this race he's gonna be leading out fourth tomorrow for a big day, but we'll see how that shakes out Sanders all right this is your boy again you picked him to win yep top five today so did a pretty good job but what <laughs> what's going on right. with Daniel Sanders today? explain I mean, to me what happened
1: Sanders Sanders he's a he's a bad dude and uh you know, he led every time check all the way till the very last, the very last, basically to the finish. And then all of a sudden he dropped three minutes back and uh, there were people are kind of wondering what's going on. And basically it looks like he just he just stopped. He said, I don't want to lead out tomorrow. He's like, I know I'm the fastest guy here and I'm going to ride all the way to the end and then stop for three minutes and give <laughs> myself a little breathing room so I don't have to lead tomorrow.
0: And this is strategy we haven't seen for a yeah. for a bit in Dakar, honestly, because it's been such a sprint or such a like high speed, you know, blitz the past few years. But now that the navigation's tricking people up, yep. they're starting to do these strategy things again. Should we hear from uh, Chucky? For sure. Here's his quote from the day.
2: Yeah, so we uh, yeah had a really fast part this this morning, and then uh, followed into some nice dunes and, and was really really good, and yeah, I made a lot of time up in the first uh, sixty kilometers of the stage. Then I uh, I sort of made I think about a minute on the guys so th- and then I kept continuing through the stage because it was shortened to 200 metres. So in the end I pushed all the way and I could see there was no navigation mistakes. So then I just before the finish I sit and have a picnic for a bit and wait three minutes because I thought, I was going pushing all day and, and it was a really good pace and thought I would be leading. So yeah, I stopped for three minutes, I uh, checked the clock and then, uh, yeah, arrived perfect. And I think I finished
1: fourth for the stage, which means I don't have to open. T-
0: so he yeah. had a picnic. Yeah. You stopped and had a snack. Uh,
1: you know, that's perfect. It, the, the confidence that it takes to know, to know where you are and of the, the awareness of your speed is, is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um,
0: you have to, to know, know you're, you're the fastest. The,
1: and to know that you can afford to give up three minutes, you're going to basically that three minutes could probably say you 30 tomorrow. So yeah, it's worth it. Give, that's give up a little to, to save a lot.
0: That's that's, that's wild. <laughs>
1: so yeah. And we haven't seen this for, for a long time. It's yep. been, uh, you know, I think since kind of the coma Dupree's days when, uh, those guys were strategizing and working different angles and doing stuff like that all the time. So it's pretty cool to see this back in the rally and see how it plays out for them.
0: Wow, um, Mark Comas yeah. in his in his in his camp now. Jordy Villadomes, Mark Coma—they're all you know part of this team now, getting in these guys' strategy. So seems yep. to be seems to be some of the tricks of old coming back.
1: Yeah, I mean they they just brought Mark Coma back on as kind of a team advisor to support these guys and help them with strategy. Starting to show, and uh, you know if you go down the list, you kind of see that with a lot of the guys. Yeah, uh, if you look at their their intermediate time checks, they were they were either kind of holding back the whole time and then getting to the finish, or they were up there. On the early time checks, and then towards the end of the stage, they started they started to slip back. Uh, like Benavides, you know, he was he was third, and then he kind of slipped back to thirteenth, tenth, twelfth. Yeah, clearly, right. Kevin Benavides he knows where he wants to start. Finished eighth, mm-hmm. Rayback in seventh. Same kind of thing. He started fifteenth. Rayback could have ridden from fifteen. He held back, and you know, finished in seventh. So definitely a little bit of strategy going on.
0: Yeah, there is, and and without a doubt, the strategy is coming in because tomorrow's a massive day, huge day um biggest day of this this, the race as far as kilometers for time special goes so we're talking you know 30 minutes 40 minutes you can lose that tomorrow or you can gain that tomorrow easily
1: yeah i mean for sure massive stage over 400 kilometers tomorrow mm and pretty uh, incredible to watch these guys go out who's got the best starting position who's gonna make the big time who's big time
0: and who's playing the long game like this race is has really switched like almost instantly this year into the long game which is hey we have to have a strategy or we have to at least have you know patience every day to go out you know and not try to get all that time we lost back um we we've been watching ricky you know he's he's climbing up slowly but he's not making these big swings these big moves and um you know we're gonna yeah we're gonna call johnny campbell i think
1: yeah I think the, if we want to talk strategy I think Johnny Campbell's the guy that uh, we got to try to get a hold of
0: yeah so we're gonna call into uh, Johnny Campbell um if you guys don't remember he's you know basically a team advisor inside the motorhome with Ricky Braybeck and Nacho Cornejo uh him and Kendall Norman they're driving the motorhome around to all the bivouacs so he's like the go-to guy for you know the American continents contingent of rally yeah. racers inside really the, Honda for team. the-
1: yeah, kind of the the whole Honda team yeah. there. He's uh, he's moved on, and you know he's become an advisor for yep. Antonia and Beretta. And yeah, he's, he's, which uh, if you start
0: looking at all the results in the Hondas, you can start seeing them sort of align their strategies a little bit. Um, they're kind of on opposite spectrums of the time loss, but you know I think even we've noticed that uh, you know uh, Beretta had to lead today, right? He left first after a stage win. Yep, and he's in a really good spot again. <laughs> to do what he does tomorrow for sure so cool yeah. let's get uh let's get johnny on the phone Here's johnny campbell
4: All
0: Right, johnny Jesse. johnny campbell's on the phone
4: <laughs> uh we're just over here in saudi and uh i don't know we're about 60 miles from the iraqi kuwaiti border uh pretty interesting yeah uh, but the weather's good and uh the race has been uh pretty crazy and uh, a lot of, a lot of interesting things going on.
0: Yeah. As predicted, it's unpredictable out there. Um, I tell me about the weather, like the crazy rain and now it seems like it's pretty cold there, right?
4: Yeah. You know, we had, uh, we kind of dodged the rain more or less in the bivouac. Uh, we had a little bit back in hail, but, uh, but now where we're at now, is it didn't really rain too much. Um, but, uh, during the the stage part, portion where they raced, it was uh, pretty well saturated, yeah. and they even had to change, uh, of course, the marathon stage. You probably heard that, uh, where the the riders didn't have a marathon, um, yep. but they the organization changed the changed the route and mostly mostly just changed the liaison to get around the uh, the flooded part. And then uh, today' special was uh, they cut about a hundred and fifteen k out of it in order to make it work today.
0: Yeah. So a pretty short stage in relation today to what was planned and looked like it was short and fast.
4: Yeah. Today was, uh, a little more fast than, uh, it has been. And, uh, but there was still like, uh, a few little interesting spots like, uh, Beretta who actually opened the whole stage. Uh, he had a, uh, difficulty finding a waypoint there toward the end of the, end of the special and cost him like 10 minutes, um, on that. And then, uh, but, uh, other than that, and I think the guys had a pretty sweet track out there, you know, it's like mm. I think navigation today wasn't as critical. Um, it was pretty much, uh, a big chocolate line, <laughs> the yeah. whole, you know, <laughs> yeah. 200 day or whatever. And, uh, so I'm sure they, they were, uh, checking on the road books and stuff in certain areas, but for the most part, it was pretty uneventful yeah. and, uh, I think, uh, I think the whole strategy of all the top riders right now, you know, been to kind of gear themselves up for this this fourth stage, which is the longest of the rally.
1: Yeah, it seems like it, we get seen a couple of guys maybe hold back a little bit for uh, for tomorrow's stage, and it seems like uh, all the all the Honda guys are in a pretty good position set up for tomorrow. What's the kind of direction that we're going in the terrain that uh, that everything is that we're looking at for tomorrow?
4: Yeah, tomorrow. Um, Tomorrow, I think they're going to end up riding uh, still a lot of wet terrain, and I don't know how, how much it rains toward Riyadh, but uh, I think it's, you know, being the longest gauge, I think that they're it's going to be pretty straight, but it's, I think, you know, they've been telling us that the navigation on four is really going to be hard and difficult and all these things, but, you know, you don't know because it's like, the days they say aren't hard are difficult. And the days that are easier, you know, you know, they said it's going to be difficult. So we really don't know at this point. Uh, the way that that the roadbook and the navigation has evolved in the last two years, and especially this year with the new another new lexicon, you know, it's really tripping up some of the riders, and it's uh, creating some sticky points. And I think almost all the riders across the border apprehensive. Nobody wants to leave. Yeah. And, you know, at this, this point in the game. So, um, I think a lot of the riders on all the teams held back today, with the exception of a few, uh, in order to uh, try to position themselves well for tomorrow's stage and try to uh, take advantage of that and make the most time that they can.
0: Talking about navigation being the, you know, main factor in the race results this year as it's playing out to be um after you know Ricky lost so much time on the first real day of racing has has everybody sort of like slowed down every day on purpose to you know avoid those big losses of being out front
4: uh yeah i think that that you know that was a a, a wake up call yeah and um and even last year was a big wake up call for the guys leading out because they were they were you know not not uh, concerned about leading and then last year it, it caught everybody off guard and then this year they stepped it up again yeah and uh so now we have a lot of apprehension on the riders and, and stuff but i think i think tomorrow the race is really going to get going and, and you know they're going to click another gear and crazy stuff's going to happen and um, i think we'll be a, be a big shift tomorrow yeah no we're excited
1: to excited to watch for sure how's uh how's ricky doing and and how's things going in the
4: motorhome uh, the Motorhome World Championship is pretty good. You know, uh, Kendall and I are, you know, we learned a lot last year and <laughs> we're really trying to step up our game and, you know, finding water and, and fuel and, uh, you know, having, find the right stores to buy the right food. It's a really a tricky thing out here in Saudi, but, yeah. it, but on a serious note, the vibe in the motorhome is, uh, is good. Um, you know, Nacho and Ricky, of course, have a really good, uh, synergy and, so they're hoping to, I think, to link up tomorrow and really, uh, you know, as they call it, shake and bake. Shake and bake. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, Ricky, of course, is like, uh, you know, it, it was hard on him to, to take that big thing in the beginning and now it's just catch up and catch up every day. And, and it's hard because, you know, you have a racer that wants to go race and then there's all the strategy involved of like, well, we go fast now and then we hold back here and the racers just want to go. But in reality, they need to, you know, listen to the maturity and the wisdom and, and try to uh, do the best they can to manage that. And uh, so, so, you know, Ricky's Ricky's struggling with that a little bit. And I think that, uh, um, you know, we got him focused on, on a plan, a race plan and, and strategy. And, uh, you know, hopefully tomorrow will start really uh, turning some heads and, and uh,
0: turning things around for them. Yeah, Nacho and Ricky are going to start um, you know, fairly in the same distance, but they're really right next to each other in overall classifications. Um, seems like pretty good strategy to have those teammates next to each other who, you know, Nacho proved last year he can lead out and get through some tricky navigation without too many mistakes and you know, Ricky's done that as well. So, um are they learning that new roadbook lexicon? Are they getting it down? Um is there any more confidence every day for those guys as they go out there and find those tricky notes?
4: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously in the last few days, they've learned a lot of, of what the road book looks like. And so when we get the, you know, we get the road books back at the end of the day, we can look at them and they, you know, we could study, you know, where the 50.4 are and we can see how they're making the notes. And so it's like the riders are learning, you know, and everybody's learning, you know, not just our team, but everybody's learning and, you know, by the time they end the end of uh, two weeks of this they'll they'll have it down. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. but it's like going to school and working at the same time, you yeah. know, it's like kinda you're working and learning and at the time and stuff. that's that's how it is and it makes it exciting. I mean, you know, we don't know and these guys uh, we just gotta keep the riders focused and and, and look forward and uh, you know, try to stick to the strategy. Wow.
0: Sounds sounds pretty exciting out there. Um, it's definitely exciting here to watch. <laughs> That's for sure. We don't know what's going to happen every day we wake up.
4: Yeah, you guys. Yeah, when you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, "Holy crap, what's going what? on out there?"
0: What happened? I mean, I don't know. We've seen an hour time loss that earlier in the race before, and we were just like, "What is happening?"
4: Yep, and you know, it could, at any kilometer, things could all change around and yep. uh, blink of an eye. So. Um, we'll see, we'll and uh, you know. Meanwhile, motorhome world championship is, is uh, in full play, and uh, we'll keep driving
0: that thing. <laughs> well, good luck out there in the World Rally Motorhome Championships with your co-driver Kendall Norman, and uh, make sure Ricky and Nacho <laughs> are, are happy, happy. And uh, you guys got to get to the bivouac every day so they have somewhere to stay. So don't don't get distracted out there.
4: <laughs> we cannot awesome. to. really tough
1: but we I, I think we can do it. Cool. Thank you, Johnny. appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thanks, Johnny Campbell. Uh, Johnny Campbell from the HRC Honda, Monster Energy Honda Racing Team.
1: We'll talk to you in a couple days.
0: All right. Good luck, Johnny. All
1: right. Thanks, Johnny. See you. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Johnny Campbell, again, for calling in. That's super cool talking to him. He's so smart.
1: Always cool to get inside the motorhome.
0: Yeah. So Sanders Fifth, uh, playing a little uh, picnic party. Then we had Andrew Short, Monster Energy Yamaha, rally team first yamaha today in sixth place ricky was right behind him in seventh place today uh then we had kevin benavides in eighth place today and then it kind of just trickles out to the players adrian van beveren matthias Wachner, ross branch nacho um you know all the way down to our provisional state uh race leader sam sunderland who we talked to yesterday he finished 17th today yeah. after starting off second so not yeah really Really good. Really
1: good for Sam there. I mean, he's yeah. still leading the race. Uh managed to finish seventh today. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, as far as the strategy game he's looking, he you know, yeah. he's, he's in, on the right side of it for sure. He's in a sweet in spot. Somewhere.
0: Yep. Yep. He's in a sweet spot leading, not losing that much time. And um heading you know,
1: into a four hundred and sixty five kilometers. With sixteen stage. guys in front of him.
0: Yeah. And the 16 fastest people in the world, <laughs> so that's fairly really cool. Uh, let's jump over. Uh, and then um, yesterday's stage winner Beretta finished 24th Bereta's today. 24th. Yep, and Quintanilla was behind him a couple spots in 26. We think Quintanilla was probably doing some strategy. Possibly.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a bit of a strategist, and he definitely didn't didn't want to be in the top group. Yeah. Breda are probably up to something. I think with those two close to each other, they can probably link up on the stage and maybe help each other out a little bit. Yeah. Kind of support, support each other on stage like that.
0: You're going to need you know, some...
1: It's nice to have a teammate to, to key off of.
0: Give yourself a mental break for a few kilometers. Um, yep. Overall general classifications going into stage four. Sam Sunderland on the gas. Gas is still leading. Um, he's got a four-second lead over Adrian Van Beveren on the Monster Energy Yamaha. Uh, and Then Matthias Wachner, third place overall. He's he's like being so quiet this year and just riding really well, um, but not making a lot of noise. <laughs> so I'm I'm a I would be scared of Matthias Wachner if I was everybody too. Um, Skylar House uh, sitting in fourth overall, solid riding every day from him. Him and Wachner kind of doing the same program, right? Yep. And then we got uh, Sanders Chucky. You know, he's eight minutes behind, but three of that was a picnic today. And then, uh, the, <laughs> and then the and then the Shirko of uh, Santolino, who we don't talk about nearly as, enough either. He's I mean, he's sitting in sixth place overall. He's only eleven minutes out of the lead. And uh, you know, that Sherco team really looking good still. And then we have Quintanilla, then Kevin Benavides, then Stefan Svitko, who raced when Quinn was racing, sitting there in the yeah. top ten. I love seeing that. And then uh, you know, the heroes come in here, Aaron Mare. You know, he's in 10th overall. Then we got, you know, everybody kind of trickles out that, um, the Americans, Mason Klein's 13th overall, um, you know, second American behind Skylar house. So those two guys, whatever they're doing training, it's working. And then Toby price is right behind So yeah, Mason, Mason, Mason Klein's beating Toby price. Yeah. I
1: mean, three days in, but yeah, it's still very (laughs) impressive to see. I don't (laughs) care. I screenshot that if
0: I'm Mason Klein and be like, Hey, this is me beating Toby price in a rally. Yeah.
1: Toby Price, Xavier de Troche, Andrew yep. Short, Joaquim Rodriguez, Nacho Cornejo, yeah. Ricky Brabeck, all these guys, Luciano yeah. Benavides, they're all sitting behind middle classification. So it's uh, it's uh, he's had an extremely impressive rally so far.
0: Yeah, he's beating six factory racers at the moment, which is great news. Can't wait to see how it shakes out. And um, man, I'm pumped on that. What do you see uh, going forward, stage four? How's this playing out?
1: It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a long, tough stage. It's kind of unpredictable. Sometimes the, the stages that you're concerned about that you're, everyone's nervous and holding up, they end up just fast navigation, not a lot of drama. So that being said, I mean, just kind of don't know. It's, it's a bit unpredictable.
0: Do you think there's a chance people are just kind of freaked out at the mileage? And that the organizers are like, yeah, we had to put that mileage in because we got to move you guys all the way down to Riyadh.
1: Yeah, I mean, in, in general, the the longer stages like that are, I mean, they, they're tough because they're long. Maybe yeah. they're like you said, the the organizers trying to move the rally road, and so they're trying to cover a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. So Easier the route in general, a little. Easier. Like Johnny said, I mean, it, the riders are apprehensive. They yeah. they they're not sure of their time and not trusting the day.
0: Which is great news for us as rally fans, um, having riders not just go out and hammer down and pin it like a desert race every day is better to watch because they have to be you know more tactful about it. So it's, it's more interesting to watch. Um, the next couple days, so this is, let's go over stage four. It's, it's a couple hundred kilometers of liaison and then 465 kilometers planned of special test. That's a long time to be racing your motorcycle. And then the next two days are going to be shorter and loops Yep. I say shorter. Yep. They're not that short.
1: Okay. I think what's going on is stage five, the cars are doing different loop.
0: They might do stage six loop.
1: Yeah, that the so it's a four hundred and twenty one kilometer loop for the for the cars. And the bikes have a three hundred and fifty six
0: right. loop. It sounds like they flip day four then, day five and six. And yep. then they and then, flip over and ride each other's course again the next day.
1: So then you go to stage six bikes or hundred three hundred and forty eight
0: yeah. So, first, so. It, if you think of that, you're going to be, um, and I said a short, short day, stage five is not short. It's almost 400 kilometers of racing still. Um, yep. you're going to do that race, but while you're racing, the cars are on your next day's course across the other side of town, tearing it up arguably. And you're not going to ride the same exact course probably. So it's not like a motocross track. It's just yeah, going to those- be a rough.
1: Those ones are difficult because you have you're racing over something that's already been raced, so you know, the cars aren't always especially. Yeah, uh, you know they have to. Lose. Mm-hmm. So the cars are going to be going out on that. They will be making first tracks. I, I mean, I can tell you from experiences, the car guys aren't the best now. Yeah, uh, because they're just used to following bike tracks, and you know, a lot of times they'll make mistakes. We'll probably see some drama from the cars on on stage five. Mm-hmm. You know, the bikes are going to have to go hundred car and side by side tracks.
0: Oh man, I think people are gonna really be surprised. I think day, at day seven, oof, we're gonna be-, <laughs>
1: be ready for a rest day. <laughs> we're
0: gonna be ready for a rest day. These guys are gonna be beat. We're talking 400 kilometers on day six, uh, 346 kilometers on day five. Tomorrow's day four, Ugh, 465 kilometers. Ooh, it's adding up. That's why everybody says it's a long race, because it is literally a long race, not only in days, but distance.
1: Good stuff, all right, well. Good stuff. I think you should probably make a couple of picks for tomorrow. See what, uh... yeah,
0: it's going to be a tough one tomorrow. This is going to be the biggest crapshoot picking of my crapshoot picking career, which is long and illustrious. I have a very good crapshoot picking career here. Gosh, darn it. I don't know. These guys are going for a win tomorrow. There's no, there's no sense holding back tomorrow when you have so much time to make up. Yep. Um. Whew. I mean, you're going to pick Beretta probably because he's in 20th again. He's gonna go fast, but I'm gonna pick Sunderland. Seventeenth spot, Gas Gas Factory Racing. He wants to add some more time to his, you know, lead in the overall classification. He's got nothing to lose tomorrow. He can lose a little bit of time on stage five and try to get into this fifteenth spot again for stage um, six, which is another big long one, and make up more time and just keep padding his lead. I think that's his strategy from here on out. Sunderland winning tomorrow.
1: Okay, I think that's that's pretty fair. That's a good call. Um, I mean, if I, if I go just off the numbers and the odds, I would, I would have to pick Beretta because, I mean, the guy's got 20. He's trying to get
0: up to that 30 level.
1: Yeah. He's trying to do the Mark cabinet, you know, go for the record. That being said, I like to kind of mix things up and you know, <laughs> go a little different there. So I'm going to, I'm going to say Pablo Cania Yeah. starting, uh, you know, four minutes behind or two minutes behind Beretta. So I think he's going to maybe link up with Beretta and.
0: Wow. Very cool. Do you think he's going to take it over Beretta? Beretta's going to let him go.
1: Uh, he doesn't have to let him go. He just has to catch Beretta.
0: That's true. Good point. Strategies coming in place. Uh, stay tuned. Tomorrow we'll have the big day recap. Might be a little later tomorrow. I don't know what time those guys are going to get in.
1: Yep. Start time for stage four is 7-8. Mm. Definitely riding the bike.
0: Going to be cold out there. All right. Um, I think that's enough for today's show i can't think I've of anybody we of didn't talk to today nice job good we did it um big shout out to climb for supporting the climb dakar rally daily show also for rallynavigator.com check out that software uh mess around with it look at all the tutorials or videos and stuff and try to try to decipher what these guys are looking at every day yeah.
1: Go, you know, go make yourself some roadbooks. You can yeah. even uh, zoom in on Saudi Arabia, take yeah. a look at kind of where are those guys. If you're if you're geeking out on the live tracking, and try to uh, make a roadbook through that desert that these guys are riding in.
0: Yeah, you could do a retro roadbook after they race the route. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, other supporters today: Double Take Mirror. We put those mirrors on our bikes because they work. And our friends at Giant Loop. And also, we have a snack sponsor today which what? we do love snack sponsors. I don't know if you remember last year, Will from leaf and bean coffee he sponsored Skylar had some Skylar house roast blend coffee. He just sent us a box of coffee. And since you're not in the office, Dude. I get it all to myself. Need some of that leaf and bean coffee. Over it's all there. mine. Get out of here. It's all mine. Taking it all. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for joining us. Um, a lot to talk about every day is going to get more complicated. I think from here, yes, sir. And I'm here for it. Congrats to Mason Klein for a stellar day. It's awesome to see him.
1: See you guys tomorrow.
0: Bye, everybody.